Welcome to this episode of the Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm Larry Wydell, and before we get started, if you want to know exactly how to win again and again, go to wydellonwinning.com forward slash webinar now to watch something I've put together for you. Now let's get going into this episode of Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm talking to John Akoyan. And John is the CEO, owner, and founder of Rooter Hero Plumbing, and they've had amazing success. It was founded in 2000, 2011. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, uh, so welcome, John. Glad to have you uh, with us and appreciate you taking the time. My pleasure. Thank you. Happy to be here. And, uh, you know, what's great about John is not only has he had success, but he has been in the business of passing on winning principles and writing books and doing teaching and uh, in addition to running the, his businesses. And what that does is force you to be really specific in thinking like, how did I get this thing done? How can I explain this to somebody else? And so John is well-versed at explaining uh, principles on winning and how to successfully navigate life. He's got, he's in the drain cleaning and plumbing business and their revenue is massive. I'm going to let you at him tell you about it, but it's like, uh, we have 191 million revenue and it's probably, that's probably wrong, but op operating to 12 locations throughout California and Arizona as of 2019. That's what we've got. Uh, owned a home service franchise business for 20 years before he founded Rooter Hero Plumbing. And so he knows the game and we're going to have a lot of fun uh, talking with John. So John, tell us about your world and correct the statistics and everything that I put out there. So okay. go ahead. Yeah, we're in the plumbing and drain cleaning industry, and uh, Rooter Hero was founded in 2011. Today, we have uh, we have we sold off a couple locations, so we have 10 locations, uh, over 300 employees. Uh, we've been growing at an average rate of 30% plus uh, uh, recently, uh, this year over last, and uh, companies opening up new locations. We plan on opening up four this year. We've got two already done. So it's exciting times for us. And, uh, and uh, I did write some books, Values First. It's a, a principle-driven leadership. It talks about some of the uh, leadership principles we use in our business. Uh, the Secret to Real Wealth. It's a book about a career in plumbing and how it could change your life and allow you to retire wealthy. And Creating 99 Millionaires, uh, Making It Big as a Home Improvement Salesperson. So uh, these are the few books that I wrote, and uh, they're on Amazon if anybody wants them, or you could download a copy on our website. Uh, I have free PDF versions if you go to rooterhero.com. And talk about, you also, why, why did you have, a, uh, when did you create, and how did you create uh, your 12-week apprentice program? So this was created, uh, I would say, roughly about five years ago. We were in the blue collar trades industry, we're having a shortage of plumbers that are coming into the industry. Colleges are doing a great job, uh, you know, sending people to, uh, to college and universities and, and getting them lined up for white collar jobs. And 
I think since they removed um, shop from high schools and the budget was cut when it comes to mechanic and shop and you know it, it really started sending more kids into the white collar industry so we're having a shortage so what we did is we decided that we're going to go ahead and we're going to have our own university our own school and within 12 weeks we have a uh, ongoing training program where you know we do classroom and field and we take anybody that has mechanically inclined skills uh, that's that's motivated and driven and, and just teach them the plumbing industry and we start out with drain cleaning and then we get in a little more advanced as, as you know, they get their hands, uh, you know, used to uh, doing the work. Now talk about this, how many million millionaires you've created at Reuter Hero. Uh, and uh, I think you said even better than that. Yeah, we have roughly about 10 or 12 people that became millionaires working with and at Reuter Hero Plumbing. And I have quite a few stories of it in creating 99 millionaires. Uh, we have a couple of guys that actually started their business when we started Rooter Hero. And we were pretty instrumental on helping them start their software company. And uh, those two individuals working in alignment with our company have become billionaires, um, you know, creating a software for the plumbing industry. And so, I mean, you're talk about this, you know, the premise that I think it needs to, this drum needs to be pounded a whole lot more that you don't have, kids need to hear it. You know, we don't need to hear it, but kids need to hear it is that uh, they, uh, you don't have to go to college to become wealthy. And uh, you don't have to work a white collar job to become wealthy. And when did that become a passion of yours, getting that, uh, uh, that theme out there? So me personally, I was 17 when I got into the plumbing industry and it happened like most people that get into trades. You, know, you either have your, your father or you have a hero that's in the trades that teaches you uh, or you fall into it through hardship. And my plan A was to go to college to become an attorney. Uh, that's what my parents wanted me to do. Um, you know, life threw a curveball at us. I was 17 and my dad passed away. He was a truck driver and he was the breadwinner of the family. And my mom didn't work and my brother was in college at the time. And we had just bought a house a year before that. And, um, you know, all the plans of me going to college kind of flew out the window. I had to go get a job. And, you know, my mom said, hey, if you're going to do anything, might as well get into trades. It's a good you know, it's a good plan B, you know, if you're not going to go to college and I know you'll always be able to put food on your table if you're in the trades. And I said, great. So we knew a family friend that was a plumber and I went and worked with him as a helper, um, as an apprentice and uh, quickly learned the trade. And within a year, I was able to make up my dad's income and continue to keep the household going. Um, we had sold my dad's truck and had enough money to pay the bills and keep it going. And, you know, luckily my earnings went up and, you know, I was able to uh, help my mom uh, pay the mortgage at the time. And my mom's still in the same house right now. So we're, we're happy about that. And uh, plumbing has been great for me. That's all I've been doing ever since. And how did you move up the ladder in the plumbing industry? You know, you said you had to, uh, you replace your dad's income in one year, starting 
as a basically apprentice labor helper and moving up through the ranks. And uh, that was pretty staggering realization at a young age, you could replace your dad's income. Yeah, it was, I was really truly motivated to do that. And uh, I learned the trades really fast. I remember the first day when I was out in the field with Arthur and I showed up really early. He said, we start our days here at 6 a.m. I said, no problem. Uh, I was uh, at his, uh, he worked from home. So I was at his house at 6 a.m. and we got in a truck and he said, well, you know, we're going to get under a house. We're going to fix some pipe. We're going to do, you know, a couple of really dirty jobs. And at the end of the day, you're either going to like it or you're not. If you don't, then I'm telling you, just tell me now, don't waste my time. I said, okay, I'll do that. So at the end of the day, we're driving back and, uh, you know, I'm all muddy from crawling under houses and, you know, going out and getting tools for him and, um, you know, digging some lines and doing stuff like that. He said, well, what do you think, John? Do you, do you like this? And I said, I love it. I, I want to keep doing it. He said, okay, great. I'm going to teach you everything you need to know about plumbing. And that's where it started. And within six months i had learned the trade uh well enough for him to uh you know go out on jobs alone so at that i would just go pick up a truck at at uh six o'clock and then and i would go do a lot and do certain repair he was a service and repair plumber for apartment buildings so i would go out you know change stems fix leaks uh crawl under apartments you know repair pipes do stuff like that and the more i did it the more I got good at it, the more I enjoyed it. So my thing was, you know, I was motivated to get really good at it. So I took the trade seriously and the better I got at it, the more I fell in love with it. Hey, listen, there's a lot of information online, but there aren't a lot of people who've actually done something. In my case, I've actually built a successful business that's accrued over $5 billion in assets under management and has done well even during trying times. Now, if you want to know exactly how I've done this, go to whiteellenwinning.com forward slash webinar now. I've compressed a decade of learning into five short weeks just for those of you who want to give yourself an incredible advantage and are tired of waiting and watching others move up. And talk about now uh, how, you know, that's the story of 99% probably of the people who go into the trades. You know, they have a high intensity learning period for six months. They get the trade down and then that's what they do for the next 20, 30 years. So how did you not stay in that position? So I've, I've always been uh, kind of driven and motivated, really didn't have much uh, school education because I, you know, I dropped out of high school after my dad passed, but I've always enjoyed learning. I just didn't, uh, didn't know what type of learning I enjoyed. So, um, so what I did is I, I started to listen to audiobooks. That was my, uh, my main thing um, that I would do because I would spend so much time in a truck. And instead of listening to music, I would just get these audiobooks of just motivational speakers. And sometimes you know, even other audiobooks like, you know, learning, uh, accounting and, uh, you know, things like that. And I would just use that time in the truck to learn as much as I can. And, uh, and, and that's basically how I advanced my business. I've been doing that 
ever since I was 17 or 18 years old, and I'm still doing it today. I mean, you know, here we are 30 years, you know, in the future, and I'm, I'm still listening to audiobooks as I drive. I'm still curious about, you know, uh, learning new principles, new, new trades. I, I listen to, you know, a lot of motivational speakers in today's days, and I take a lot of classes and stuff like that. So I think that's been my driving force of growth has been, you know, working on myself, getting better. And I, as I would get better, I would apply those principles in my business and, and my business would grow. And I started my own plumbing business when I was 19. Um, I, I basically, you know, just bought some hand tools and had some weekend jobs that I did. And I eventually, you know, just bought enough tools and a van and, and started my business when I was really young. And so how did that evolve? So that was just like a natural progression then. I mean, you know, uh, I guess there was no, uh, no bad feelings from the guy that had trained you. How long, how long had you been a plumber at this point? Year and a half, year, two years? Yeah, so I, I worked for Arthur for about two years. And I remember going to him once. Um, and, and, I, and I told him, you know, I really enjoyed doing this. I, I, I love plumbing. And I, I had advanced. He gave me raises and stuff. And I think when I started with them, I was making about $25 a day. And I got up to about, you know, $60, $70, or $80 a day. And then I was doing some, like, weekend jobs and stuff that would make more money than I would make all week working for him. Uh, but what, what ended up happening is I, I went to him and I said, let's grow the business. I mean, I'm, you know, you're, I see these companies popping up and, and, and they're just, you know, they, you see dozens of vans. And I said, why don't we start growing this? And he said, John, he was one of those plumbers that was just, you know, basically he had a lifestyle business, be happy with it, didn't want any more headaches than what he had to. He said, I'm happy doing what I'm doing. My one truck operation provides me a good, you know, uh, lifestyle, and I'm really not interested in doing anything more than that. He said, you have choices. You could go work for a big company. You could go and, uh, and uh, start your own thing. He said, I'm completely supportive over that. So I decided that that's what I was going to do. And the thing is that it is surprising for entrepreneurs to realize not everybody is motivated like they're motivated and it's perfectly okay not to be the monomaniac on a mission to grow and expand and conquer the world all the time you know and be that competitive but yeah absolutely i think he's still out there with with the with one truck and still doing his thing and and i mean i'm sure he's got somebody helping him do the work because he's getting older i mean this is a kind of trade where, you know, you're not going to be crawling under houses at you know, 50, 60, 70 years old. But as long as you have a good helper, you know, you could get a lot done. Yeah. And the thing is that uh, it's it's, you know, you, whatever makes you happy, you know, you know what your nature is and what you want out of life. You have a sense of that. But there's some of us that are weird and we don't know why, but we've got this drive, this uh enjoyment of creating things growing things uh trying to you know to expand uh, meeting new people new experiences and the go-go life uh just has an attraction and you know maybe it would be better if we could be a, a one truck plumber but uh <laughs> 
sometimes, but uh, you know, you got to be what you got to be. And so John, you went out and you started your own thing. So how did, how did that uh, progression go? So I started my company at 19 back then, you know, you have to get a contractor's license. So I was doing a lot of jobs that were just small jobs, you know, two, three, uh, four, $500 jobs. And if I would land something big, I would go to Arthur. He was always good about, you know, helping me with the bigger projects because he was licensed and I wasn't. Um, so what I did is I, I applied for my contractor's license. And back then the, the California state license board would, allow you to, you know, plead your case if you were getting it early. And I was, you know, I only had uh, two or three years, you know, into it and I was applying for it. And I remember sitting in front of a committee, you know, giving them my story of why I should be able to test and get the license and they approved me. So I, I studied the heck out of the books and went and passed the test and, and I was licensed. So that allowed me to, you know, start marketing my business to, uh, more management companies and other things. And my philosophy was always, you know, and I learned this young from my dad that, you know, work hard, you know, uh, you know, this was not a nine to five thing for me. Uh, I was either working on finding customers. I would go door to door. I would go to management companies. I would go to restaurants, passing out my cards. Uh, I was either looking for work or I was fixing someone's plumbing. Two things I was doing seven days a week, you know, 10, 12 hours a day. So I would wake up early and I would start going marketing if I didn't have a job. And by the end of the day, you know, uh, I would end up having a job for the next day. I mean, some people I would talk to would need something done and I would line it up and I'd go out there the next day and start. So that's how it all started, just door to door. And eventually I put enough money together. My business did really well. And, you know, I had saved, um, I remember it was a couple hundred thousand dollars back then when I was like about 20 years old and I was looking to, um, I was looking to uh, franchise. So I went and bought a franchising magazine. I saw all of these fast food franchises opening up. I said, man, it'd be nice to put money into one of these, uh, you know, fast food franchises. I could still do the plumbing uh, and these things run on their own. So I'll have some management running it and it will be a money maker. So I bought the magazine. I was flipping through, looking at the startup costs of all these different franchises. And I came across this little ad that had a plumbing franchise in there. And uh, I said, wow, interesting. So I made a phone call. And a couple of weeks later, uh, somebody called me back. And I met with them and went back and forth and ended up buying a plumbing franchise. And, and uh, so then I rolled my business into the plumbing franchise. And I did that for 20 plus years and, and that was great because I really learned a lot of business skills and you know other things that I was missing accounting principles and skills and things like that and uh, became the fastest growing franchisee uh, the first year or two and then became franchise of the year and then sales leader of the year and every year we're getting like five or six different awards from the franchise and and it was all great, you know, until, you know, I started to want to grow into more and more territories and then it got limiting and yeah. they just weren't allowing, you know, they, I guess in, a, in their philosophy, they didn't want to put all their eggs in one basket. And I understood that. So uh, I ended up selling the franchise and it was a good, you know, good size franchise with four locations at our peak. We're doing over 20 million a year. Um, 
had really good profits and uh, sold it and got out of it. And the thing is, you are, you know, you're basically uh, making your time count because you had a startup, you know, just like any, any kind of startup. And you were, you know, when you were up, you, in addition to marketing and doing your service calls, when you were in transit from place to place, you're listening, you're loading your brain by listening to the audiobook. So there's like, you know, people wonder, how can I compress time frames? How can I do a lot in a short period of time and propel myself up from where I am to higher up the ladder where, you know, I just feel like I should be higher up the ladder. That's the formula of how you do it. And uh, really, really interesting to see how this played out in the world of the trade. So thanks for sharing that with us, John. Yeah, my pleasure. If you enjoyed what you've heard and are dead serious about finding out for yourself exactly how this works in the real world, I've taken the most valuable business lessons I've learned over 40 years and put them into something for you to watch. Go to whiteellenwinning.com forward slash webinar now in order to move up as fast as possible. I'm Larry Whitell and I run the Million Dollar Mastermind. Go, go, go.